2: Terms and conditions apply.
1: This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of the Black Effect and iHeartRadio. Radio. I'm Steve Smith Sr.
0: And I'm Gerard Littlejohn.
1: And this is Cut To It.
0: Cut To It. Cut To It. Let's get down to it. Cut to it.
1: We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks.
0: Let's cut to it.
2: I you ain't
0: heard about
3: it, then we're about to let you know.
1: It's Yeah, You good to go? Oh, all okay. Right.
0: You sat in the chair and folded your arms. The... All right, man. Uh, Steve, over the weekend, I know we had a little chance to talk, and I saw this article about uh, offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson, who uh, just three days after the Miami Dolphins traded for him was recently waived, and we were talking a little bit before this, and I guess it spurred up some some things maybe you wanted to hit on in in terms of yeah. what what this brings about from from seeing something like this happen in in the nFL
1: well, it's just with everything going on, I think sometimes people have this uh false sense that an nFL player or potential first round draft pick seventh-round draft pick now, I mm-hmm. say, oh, this is this is the opportunity of a lifetime. How can this person do this? And so we start off by talking about Isaiah, but I'm going to move past him and just kind of put him in the category of this. What this young man is displaying has no different than someone who did not play sports, who mm-hmm. has yeah. tricked off an opportunity. Yeah. For some reason, we put this – We put people in sports category, position, like how dare you screw up? And so one of the things, one of many things that I know really, which is really hard to decipher and figure out is, if I use the same analogy of we remove the athlete and we just plug in a name and a place, one of the things I know about um, just the world where we are, you can go to any community right now, in the, you know, less in the middle class, but you can go in any community right now where there's poverty. And what is it? Chaos, turmoil, things are happening, things are said. There's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to just turn away from and, and say, well, I'll just ignore. Like you can only play so many sports. At some point when the games stop and you go home, you go back to wherever you are, it will affect you. And so you have that chaos, you have that turmoil, and then you have, that's on the outside, then you have what's happening on the inside. And then you get an opportunity to go to a college and play football, go to class, but you still can't turn off the images. Hmm. You still can't turn off the things that, These men and women have... Young men and women have experiences. They were young men and women to now they become adults and then they get drafted. Those things don't leave. They don't change. Yeah, you may have money to maybe cloak those images, but they're still there. there. When they're laying in a bed in that nice big bed, now it's instead of sharing a bed with four other relatives... Now they're just by themselves. All right. And so with him, I think, yes, he's in a place where he gets to choose. Yes, does he need help? Absolutely. But sometimes we don't even know that yeah. we need help. Yeah, We don't even know because if you have had something happen to you and it's never addressed – when you become that doctor, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you become that professor, when you become that government official, that football coach, that football player, that quarterback, that podcaster, Mm -hmm. audio video guy, weather man, weather girl, all that has done is you now are those things with the same baggage and stuff you've yeah. grown up
0: with, just with just with the title now. That's it. Yeah.
1: Now you just say football player that exactly. who teacher. has some
0: sort of baggage, has some sort uh, of trauma.
1: You know, yeah, or or who was sexually assaulted, yeah. who was molested as a kid, right.
0: Right.
1: who witnessed their mom or dad pass or OD or whatever the case may be. The, the point
0: be. being, you're coming from something. Yes, Dude, and if it's yeah. and
1: it's ne- if it has never been addressed, that issue that has never been addressed. Now you are just an adult. Right. If you have not been heard or listened or cared with, you become a lawyer or a doctor that has never been cared or listened to. Right, and you still haven't dealt with.
0: and right. we don't know what neighborhood he's come from or, or or what trauma he's gone through, but just evident on making choices. That's relevant to to whomever it is, right? Like life at the end of the day becomes about choices, and whether it is, you know, he's been arrested on DU, DUI charges or has had a trespassing warning. I don't know what that's for or, or what's up underneath. I mean, but it's definitely I, not good. It's not good. But I know
1: you never read a trespass yeah. that was uh, with good intent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but but w- where I where I do read this is just saying somewhere along the lines something is probably going on in this young man's life, right? To where something has happened, but at the end of the day it does come down to choices, right? And that's why I think it I'm does. hearing you that's what I'm hearing you say it, as far as
1: It comes down so, to choices, yeah. but it also comes down to really I'm coming from this the angle of the people who are saying, calling them all kind of names and saying how dare he as if these individuals you've never screwed up an opportunity.
0: Right. right. You didn't mess up in college.
1: That's one of the things. That I if you were to follow around some of these regular folk, yeah, show how they act at the right. at the local uh, happy hour right. on Snapchat.
0: Oh, right. it might
1: be some folks losing it. We all make
3: mistakes. Hold on, hold on. It's Just here's, that
1: these get
0: broadcast. Here's what
1: I love listening to. I love listening to a radio station. I, I like listening to Steve Harvey, and, they, and mm-hmm. in the morning. I always love listening to uh, to nephew Tommy's prank phone oh, calls yeah. because what's interesting is he'll say something, and it, you know it's a prank, but you hear the 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 person on the other call you you hear them lose themselves. Yeah, and you'll start to hear him like say stuff. You be like, yeah, and it's just I I always find it interesting on those prank phone calls because they sound so buttoned up. And then when it's and he keeps pressing them, keep pressing them, and then they get real uneducated.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever's in you, if you get if you get squeezed hard enough, what's in you will come out.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it it it's just the it's the difference is we're not, they're not writing articles.
0: Yeah, you're not on public display. Mm-mm. So yeah. That's that's
1: that's the interesting. No, I get part.
0: exactly what you're saying, yeah. I, and I think that's I, that's worth. Pointing out because yes, right now a lot of people are throwing down in his name and saying, "Man, he's really screwing up this this opportunity." But we just we don't know what his backstory is, and we don't know what the root causes are for him to do whatever he's deciding to do.
1: Mm-hmm. It's tough.
0: Yeah, no. but, but we hope he gets everything that he needs, and somehow he bounces back. And this is not about football. No, not a, not not at all. Not at all. It's it's not about. Uh, how quickly he can get back on the field because that ha- I see that a lot too. Yeah. Like people always wonder how quickly is he going to get back on the field, or even with uh, Tiger Woods just getting injured recently, how quickly is he going to be able to get? Like, let's think about his quality of life first. Mm-hmm. Did that ever run across your mind? Nope. Like, is it, it, is he going to have the same quality of life? So no different than from that to this. Like Do you know? Why? Let's think about Isaiah Wilson's quality of life because he's a human at the end of the day.
1: People don't really look at it because you're oh, there yeah, for you're, their entertainment. And oh, when you tra- no longer can do it,
0: get rid of so, them. So transactional.
1: Get rid of them. Let's move on. Let's, let's replace them. Thank goodness they ain't replacing these some of these other daddies who working late. Hmm.
0: Speak on it. <laughs> Speak on it. So, All right. Well, who we got? Coming up on the Cut To It podcast, Rookie Spotlight Series. We've got Sean Wade a cornerback for Ohio State University. He is up in the 2021 NFL draft process. Sean Wade on the Cut To It podcast. So you may be familiar with Steve Smith. You may be familiar with the whole phrase, ice up, son. This is our version of our own icebreaker. So there are random questions. It may be something as random as E-40 or too short in a versus battle. There may be a follow-up, there may not be. But Smithy, go ahead and give them the first one.
1: All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. You can only eat the same plate of food for one year. What will be the items on that plate?
5: That's hard. It'll probably be some type of seafood. Um, crabs, shrimp, oysters. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you something. Scrimp or Shrimp. Drunk. Like, you know, you
0: know. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> hey man, don't let him have that one. Don't let him have that. One. I was like, scrump. no. <laughs> let him know where you from
5: and that hey. you said it accordingly to where you from. Uh, you, oh yeah, I'm from Florida. I got a little Alabama accent, so it, it kind of intertwine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alabama <laughs> and Florida, I get crimped. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: ain't gonna laugh because my my grandmother used to say scrump.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But I, I,
5: it just threw me for a loop. I, mean, yeah. I think, um, that probably be all crowds, oysters, drunk, and, but you know, you yeah, had little sausages and corn and it. I probably, probably be what I eat. for you're for Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so for a full board. year, you gonna eat uh, seafood. You gonna eat seafood and sausage.
5: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, I can do that every day. All
1: right. The the seafood or the sausage.
5: The seafood.
0: Oh,
1: they tried to trap you, bro. Don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) hey, hey, listen, this is my segment. I love, like, just the random, just, and it's also, look, it it gives you an opportunity to show your personality, but also, you know, joking around. And, you know, I know I I I also come across and come off very serious all the time. So this. Yes, Never. shocking. I
0: know. Never. So this is
1: good. <laughs> this is good for me. Um, you have the opportunity, you will be drafted. But take us in the mind. You're drafted, blah, 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 blah. What have you been eyeing to buy?
5: Property. Um Ooh. to be honest. Ooh. Property. Is that, Probably,
0: is that the cool answer or that's what you
5: really that's, want to That's play? the real answer. I'm not into all the cars and all that. I'm going to buy my mama a house and all that stuff. But my thing is property. I'm going to do real estate, so I'm definitely want to get some type of property and things like that.
0: Mm. Okay.
5: You may know somebody
0: who knows somebody who knows something about it.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My, um, my girlfriend, her, her dad does all that real estate stuff. I got other family members and people that's just like mentors that, that help me understand that stuff. Like it's still a lot I have to learn because I've been in this football process of well, I've been locked into, but that's just the things that I want to do. Um I like I like houses, I like upgrading houses. Um one of my goals is to upgrade a lot of the houses in Jacksonville's, like a lot of little hood houses and things like that. And just helping families out at the end of the day. Like a lot of families, at the end of the day, it's kids still staying in the same room until 14, 15 in high school, and they don't have nothing. So that, that's just one of my goals, and that's how I just want to help people.
3: Mm.
1: That's pretty good, that's man. Good, man. That's, that brother, man, it's surprising to hear him talk and talk about his goals and aspirations, and to know that he's a defensive player, man.
0: that's right.
2: come on! <laughs> you three for three already, man. You're, you're you are coming out guns blazing.
0: Coming out guns
2: blazing today.
1: That's, all right, last. This is last one right here. Yeah. You can go forty-four to four at Ohio and lose. To Michigan every year, or go four and forty-four and beat Michigan every year.
5: But well, that's a hard one. <sighs> I Ain't gonna lie, I'd rather beat Michigan. <laughs> I knew it was I'd rather beat. Them. I'd rather beat. No, I had to go on four and forty-four.
1: Mm. All right, well, that's cool. That's I like that. Let's let's get down and um, to the meat and potatoes of it. So, Man, your fa- favorite sports team growing up?
5: Favorite sports thing, I ain't got a sports team. I got a favorite athlete. Um, my granddad played 10 years in the league back in the day. My favorite athlete is um, Allen Iverson. Grew up watching him, you know, the tattoos, the braids, had all that stuff, all, all the head dancing things. I was a, I was a basketball player, so that, that's, that was things I loved about him. He's just a great athlete. So. All
1: right. So where are you from and the place you call your hometown?
5: All right, so I'm, I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama. But the place I call my hometown is Jacksonville, Florida.
1: And then you grew up grew up in a military family. Yeah. So how was that for you as a kid?
5: Oh, well, It was hard. Uh, I moved around everywhere. I started all my sports, all school. I started all that in Italy. Uh, sisters born in Italy. I was there for a little bit. Wow. I came back to the States, and I was with my grandma. She's, she take care of foster kids. So I've been around that, that system, been around a lot of different kids that didn't have nothing. Um, white, black, Hispanic, all, yeah, all. When I was with her for like a two to three years, and me and my brothers were here for a couple of years, then we got up and moved to Jacksonville, and I've been in Jacksonville since. So,
0: what's what's the good and the bad about being a, a military kid?
5: Um, the good is you get to travel and see a lot of things. Um, bad is you just always up and moving, and it's a lot of good friends that you make even when you're young. And then now you got to make new friends and things. And with me, I'm very quiet, so. I already don't talk to people, I already I already kind of hold myself in. So it's already hard to open that shell for me. So
1: you know, we read this your dad said you were very sheltered. hmm How would you describe the way you were raised? As a the
5: sheltered? way I was raised. Well, I would say they kept me out of the streets. That's what he meant by sheltered. Um, I feel like the things that a lot of my friends got the opportunity to do, uh, I didn't get the opportunity to do cuz they always kept me in sports. They always kept me in the classroom. They always kept me traveling. You,
1: you said you played other sports, but want to really go down that other sports. So oh, yeah. so what other sports did you fall in love with?
5: Did I fall in love with? Definitely basketball. Mm-hmm. Um I probably be the only one. That's cuz that's all I played. And you know it's at for us, It's basketball season. And the summer is travel basketball, so that's all I played. And then you got 7-on-7, seven seven, so it really was basketball. I liked it like – I didn't really like baseball. I didn't like soccer. I didn't like track like that. It was just basketball. And I was a pure basketball player in middle school, elementary. I used to play up all the – two years up above my age group, so I always played it up, and I was just very good at it, so.
1: So attending high school Trinity Christian Academy in Jacksonville, you guys won the state championship all four years. Yes, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Bro, who was on your team besides you for to have that powerhouse? To, because Florida, <laughs> Florida's part of Big Three. Florida, well, actually, California, Texas, and Florida.
5: No, Florida. You, Ooh. you, you, you do <laughs> We made that known. Okay,
1: so I, I'm sorry, California, Florida, Texas.
0: Nah. Florida. Well, okay, is it is it like is it, is it Florida number one and it's a close second, California or is yeah, like it, run away? It's Florida and whoever whoever
5: y'all want to put
0: after. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I see young, fella. <laughs> young feller, <This laughs> young E R, yeah, young, young feller. Fella.
1: <laughs> you know, majority of the Hall of Famers in the league aren't from Florida. Okay. No, it ain't okay.
5: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just listening, but.
1: Oh, oh,
0: okay. Uh, I, I'm just trying to see what. Most you're of the Hall to of Fame. I, I love this wide receiver, sta- defensive the, back. The state
1: of the, right now. The state of California <laughs> has more Hall of Famers in the okay. NFL than Florida. Okay, the state
5: of California is is extraordinarily big too.
1: I mean, I mean it's yeah. a lot of big places that don't. Yeah, I understand. They, they got a lot
5: of people that come out of California. I got to do my research on this. So I can't argue. I can't argue about it. You can't. Uh, it's facts. <laughs> it's facts. But I, got, I understand. But I, got, I still got to do my research. So I, I can't come back with you about this. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, okay. Whatever team you get drafted with will most likely be on Thursday Night Football. And when I mm-hmm. see you, you can come up to me and say, damn, I was wrong. You, <laughs> you was right. <laughs> we are a bigger state. All right. And we also have bigger ballers.
0: All right, Sean. Sean ain't back so like it down. He is preparing for his NFL career already. He is not going back down from this wide receiver. I don't know about that. Oh, come on, man. I was to throw you your alley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love it. It's fun. It's
0: fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, but who were who some of the other guys uh, yeah. on your high school team uh, that maybe went to college or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be? I mean, you guys in Florida playing, winning championships, all four years, that's not an easy task.
5: Well, not at all, not at all. So we got we got a lot of people. Um, Kevin Tollin, he's still in the lead right now. You got Jeff Holland. Um, he was good. A lot of our coaches played in the league. Um, Gus Scott, he played for um the Patriots back in the day. He won a Super Bowl with them. You got Ross, he played with the um Seattle Seahawks. You got Jamie Harper, he came out of Clemson, went to the lead, played for the Titans. You got um, there's a lot of people. The one that got his arm cut off from Miami that played for Miami. Um, Kitchen Norton, it was it was a big news. He played for us. I played with him.
1: Wow. Um,
5: it, it, we just got a lot of people that came up. Isaiah four right now. He played for Miami Dolphins. Yeah, this yeah. is a lot of people. You got um. One, Isaiah one, but,
1: um Isaiah ended up going to Virginia Tech.
5: No, yeah, Virginia. That's that's my mentor. He really was one of my mentors. He got me, he actually molded me into who I am today for real. So,
3: bro,
1: Isaiah is awesome, man. Great body control, man. He, I mean, he, ball can be thrown in the clouds, bro. <laughs> He'll catch that thing with his feet come back down he's great body i just said his ability yeah. of body control coming out of college oh yeah for sure watch him he, he just very good body control so sure. yeah. but now nah, we, we
5: just had a lot of people so uh, and then coaching this coaching staff over there is unbelievable with B man he just he just kept everybody under under his weight and everything mm. got a lot of people from different sides of jacks. we got north south south side people that's on the west side area going to trinity so it's just a lot of people that, that, that sacrifice they do for their family and the school and, and things like that, so.
0: Sean was for sure a baller. He was a USA Today High School Football Player of the Year, and he won the Lockheed Martin Defensive Back of the Year, awarded by the Army All-American Bowl. So mm-hmm. definitely capped off a great high school career with, with with some really good accolades before attending Ohio State. We have to take a break, and more than anything, we got to pay some bills. Mm-hmm, you got checks.
1: I love Cut To It, and I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe.
0: And you can follow us on social media, too, Smithy.
1: Where, where at?
0: And that's at Cut To It on Instagram. What about Twitter? At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at CutToItPodcast.com, where you can buy merch, and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, nah. I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cut to Cuttoitpodcast.com.
2: You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
4: Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you love football?
5: I love football. Uh, that's, that's the reason why I play. If I ain't live, I wouldn't be
1: here. I just just had to ask you. So what, do you, <laughs> you
5: love,
1: what do you love about football the most then?
5: The, I love about football. I ain't gonna lie to contact. I love to hit at the end of the day, The contact and just, the friendships you make out there uh, at the end of the day. And I love to compete, too. I love to compete. That's all I've been doing my whole life. So, And this is the sport that God blessed me to to, to compete at. Uh, it, it, this a the basketball, and this is when I he chose for me. So.
0: so, so, at a Trinity Christian, what other schools were recruiting you, and then why did you ultimately pick Ohio State?
5: So, I had a lot of schools recruiting me. I only had a top five. Notre Dame, Alabama, Virginia Tech.
2: Slight <laughs> um, s- 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 flex. Uh, I mean, got to flex a out.
5: Got to, uh, and then Florida, though, those are those schools, in you know, old state. I want to go far from home, though. uh nice. I want to, mature. I just want to mature and get something new at the end of the day. I want to get out the south and, and learn something. And at the end of the day, like, I just, I just how you got to be. I feel like a lot of people stay close to home and it don't work out and things like that. So it was the other school that was better for you, you, just didn't want to be far from your family and grow up like that. So, I just wanted to grow up, and I just like to coach Combs and coach Myers at the end of the day. They were great coaches, you know, coach Myers did a lot of great things out of Florida. And then the, the schooling and the alumni system at Ohio State is amazing. Like, we were one of the top in the nation, in the world, for real. So, after football, I know I'm going to be successful. Just make sure I make a lot of friends outside of football and things like that.
1: Smart. Oh, yeah, smart. And tell us about your uh, your best friend, Kobe. What, what happened and why have you chosen to keep his memory alive?
5: I chose to keep his memory alive because I feel like, I'm not going to say it's my fault, but at the end of the day, I feel like I could have pushed him to do better and do more things. And he just did a lot of things for me. He, he made sure I was always straight, took care of me, things like that. The year before before he died, not the year, but a couple of months before he died, he was staying with me. Um, he was, was forcing him to play football for Trinity. He was coming to work and things like that. And eventually, like, he just he just faded away. And he was like, he don't want to do it no more. So, like, all right, man, we're, we're going to let you do what you do. And then he just got back in the streets, and that's just how it happened. And all um, me and my other friend, we just felt like it was my fault because he was at my house all the time. We was taking care of him, feeding him, putting clothes on his back when he needed clothes, taking him home to get clothes, to come back over, and things like that. And I feel like I actually just kept on pushing him to, to do better things. And then before that, he was the week before he died, he was to the military, too. So it's just, it was, and a lot of that is from my dad, just trying to help him. And my family just trying to help him, so.
1: When you talk about your family, man, how much has family been such a part of who you are today?
5: Uh, it's a big part because at the end of the day, my dad really didn't have nothing. A lot of people don't know this, but my dad, um, he, he got kicked out of the house when he was young. He was living across the street while his family was across the street and things like that. And he was living with his best friend. So like he had a hard mom was, I'm, my mom, my grandma, she was a single. she was a single mom at the end of the day, taking care of my, my mom and things like that. And she had it hard. So, at the end of the day, they both had it hard, and they, they both sacrificed a lot. My mom was a model when she had me, and she could have made big money. But she sacrificed that just to have me, and I, I had to give that back to her. So just the, the characteristics that I have right now is from them. Like My dad gives back to everybody. He makes sure everybody is straight. And at the end of the day, that's the type of person he is, and he'll know that would be.
1: You know, playing on Ohio State, and with your current NFL draft status and then – playing on the teams and going back to that school. You got Chase Young, defensive player, uh defensive rookie of the year. Nick Bosa, you know. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, you got Scooter. so many guys that you either played with for a little bit of time or are so fresh out, they still come back to the school. Mm-hmm. How is How important is that for a young man like you? Obviously your freshman year, each year, I mean, I'm guessing your freshman year, you're kind of like, wow, this is amazing. Mm. Now, it's just the norm. Oh, you know, just just hanging out with two... Jason, de- yeah. You know, just two defensive player of the year, right. you know, rookie of the years. like, that's something that you can't always cultivate. That doesn't mm. happen at every school. Sure. But for you guys, it's a norm. Does that help you feel like your dreams of playing in the National Football League can really become real you know what what do those guys mean to the to the for your school but also for you personally when you have been able to be at practice or possibly sitting in the same chairs of some of the Mm -hmm. greats that made Mm -hmm. to the hall of fame but then also some future like yourself and current players that are Two years ago, you were playing on the field with, and now they're in, they're they're in the league.
5: Oh yeah, so it just showed the work ethic they put in. They, they like with Bosa. On you got Marshawn, you got Denzel. Just it shows you when you're younger and you're looking up because at the end of the day, Chase had somebody to look up to, and that was Bosa, and it, it was um, Jalen Holmes and all them boys. And that 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 work ethic got installed in Chase. When we got there as freshmen, it wasn't like that at first. Like at the end of the day, it wasn't like that for all of us. At the end of the day, we came in there, we didn't know what we was coming into. And just being around them players to just install the work ethic and the things that we have to do on the field just just to be successful. We all learned that from them at the end of the day, like Denzel, you got Damon, you got Marshawn watching um Malik, Malik Hooker's tape on film and things like that. And um that I just that just how it is at Ohio State. The coach we, they got unbelievable coaches. The strength, it's really the strength coaches, though. It's really them. They they install that work ethic, they install everything in us. Like that's who we with 24-7. Like Coach Mick does a, a wonderful job of. A great, a building characteristics of, of players there, like it's really them that that puts all that into the player. So,
0: coming from Florida, going to Ohio State, what was that transition like?
5: Oh, it definitely was different. I only had like four Florida Florida kids on the team uh-huh. at the moment, and then you know that snow was that snow and that cold was a little was, bit different. A little bit di- nah, it, was, it was it was a bit different for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it, it was it was great just making new friends and. Understanding how just to grow up and being far from home, because at the end of the day, I don't know where I, I go to LA and be far from home. So at the end of the day, you just got to learn how to grow up and 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 take care of yourself and the things that my dad had how to fix your tire, how to change the engine, how to change. It's just little stuff that you got to learn as a man, and I'm glad he installed that in me. But at the end of the day, Ohio State still talking stuff. We've got a thing called Real Life Landstays where we have a person that comes in and talk about real life things such as financial stuff and, and things like that, banking, um, like financial literacy type stuff. Yeah. yeah. all everything. It's not even just that. Sometimes one time we had them talk about sexual diseases and why you should wear a condom and things like that. It's like, it's everything. Cause a lot of people don't teach you that stuff. You don't know. Uh-huh. They, they don't. So it's just a lot of things they taught us how to treat a woman, things like that. And it's changing the narrative and things like that. That stuck with me forever because a lot of people don't treat one right. And some of them just don't respect themselves no, no nowadays. So at the end of the day, it's just, it's just you just got to keep on learning. and That's the things that Ohio State does for us.
1: I'm not sure the pro, what the protocols were at Ohio State. And, but I'm interested what, what were some of your experiences in, in trying to attend schools during the pandemic when it first started, Bef, you know, before they went into lockdown, before all that mm-hmm. stuff. I, you know, I know a little bit of what I experienced, but I wasn't in school
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I, I, I can't imagine I had the ability to be at home and still have the roller coaster trying to figure things out.
5: Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. You know, you weren't at home. You were in a place that, you know, you weren't familiar with necessarily when a health scare like this happens. So I was wondering, what what did you experience, and it, you know, for you personally?
5: So during my experience, my, my experience is different from a lot of people. Right when the country shut down, I had surgery two days before, and I was stuck in Philly. Wow. And, um, I was in Philly with my mom, and I was doing, like, treatment there. And I was going to stay there for, like, two weeks to do treatment so I could get back. But I had to hurry and fly home because, you know, they shut the country down. with no airports. So I none of that. And my thing was I couldn't do nothing. Uh, I was just stuck on the couch because I couldn't work out. I wasn't getting no therapy from nobody really like that. I was doing it, like, twice a week. And it was, like... Thirty to thirty minutes to an hour it wasn't like it was. You know how it's hot it is at school. It wasn't,
1: was a, wasn't a real
5: yeah. So with me, it was it was just definitely hard, and I just felt like I couldn't work on my craft at the end of the day. Like they were sending us workouts and things like that, but I couldn't do none of that stuff. Um, and the coaches knew that, and that, that was my experience. But from people that's from my city, like Tyreek and things, they were just working out every day and just trying to trying to just trying to stay mobile and things like that and actually keep their family safe because a lot of people have got COVID and died from it and things like that so we were just trying to stay safe and things but at the end of the day when we got back to school it was it was different we couldn't sit by each other we had to wear masks 24-7 um we didn't we didn't shut down plenty of times we didn't it was crazy and having no fans in in the stadium not be able to hear fans cheer here hear the band play the band and things like that like it was a big impact, especially for the freshmen coming in. Like, you know, as a freshman, all you want to do is go out and have fun. And they can't do that. They couldn't experience a college lifestyle like they wanted to. And it was, it was definitely different for them. And then it's another thing, like, you know, that spring football is a very, very important college, especially for freshmen coming in, for people that's trying to get a new job. So having the spring, we just can't install that. And, and, and the freshmen and how hard we work and how the players work and things like that, they can not really learn football. It was just it was just hard for everybody because our defense is brand new from um, twenty nineteen going into twenty twenty. We had a lot of we had a lot of people that was their first year starting, and we missed the camp at camp during football season. I mean, during school like that. I ain't never heard of camp during school um, at the end of the day because now you got to go back and focus on schoolwork. When you usually do camp, you just straight football, and that's all it is. So uh, it, it definitely was different with everything and. At the end of the day, man, we we, we, we all had just sacrifice. and that's, That was the word we used, a lot of sacrifice, and just keep on fighting. Don't worry about outside noise and things like that. We had a lot of things going on with, with different cases. We had times where we had 20 people. Half our coaches were gone, half of the players were gone. And that was like two weeks during the season, like, of not having everybody. So.
0: Wow. Well, this segment we got, it's called Let's Talk Ball. And so, really, we <laughs> just want to get more into things from just your playing career at Ohio State to – What's going on right now with your draft process? So, question one: Playing in Ohio State, Michigan's your big rival. What is that like playing in that game from your freshman year and progression through your career at Ohio State?
5: The funniest and most intense game you ever play um, in, in football, for sure. Okay. Uh, we do so much for that game. Um, after that game, the, the, we, we, we restart the clock, and it's like. Every week we do like a hundred, not hundred, but three hundred and something push ups, sit ups, pull downs, different things until we play. We play the team up. We don't want to call them we call them team up North. Then it's it just it's just very intense and how 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 the rivalry is and how we always fighting and and things like that. We we just we really don't like them. On um, the game we we have jerseys on the floor. We are stepping on their jerseys every week, spitting on them. <laughs> um, we got everything crossed out like that jump. That junk is real for us, and that's why I said like, I'd rather go four and forty four than forty four and four because we put so much into that game, and we just we just don't like them. And I talked to a lot of teams that play for team up, that play for Team Up North, and they don't do the same thing that we do. So I don't know what it is with them, but they need to tighten up.
0: Oh man! Whoa. Whoa. I had a follow up question there, buddy, but not you, no you, right, not anymore. Huh? <laughs> Lever, lever, right there. I mean, steven said while you were talking, he said that's the most intense game you'll play in in college. Yeah, yeah, in college.
5: Oh yeah, in, in college. NFL is different for so.
1: sure. Okay. Especially the, depending on which division you go in. Mm-hmm. You go in that uh, ASC North.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that thing tense. Like I, uh, you know, I played in NFC. NFC South, and it was originally NFC West and NFC South.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to AFC North. That was a different type of rivalry. We played Thursday night.
5: Yeah.
1: We woke up Friday morning.
5: <laughs>
1: I said, who the hell hit, <laughs> who hit me with a Mac trip? It was, uh, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Mala Mala. Was a whole bunch of brothers that hit me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember having my big welcome to the AFC North. Wow. Um, I was still actually playing with the Panthers. And if you go back, I can't remember which one. I think it's the one with Michael Vick on it. But they uh Jake Delon, threw me a little turkey hole. It was cover two. Mm-hmm. Turkey hole ball got up, got it down. And man, I, I saw Ed Reed coming. It hit me so hard, and I caught it like that. He hit me so hard. He hit me in my shoulder and flipped me. And I literally landed back on my on my oh. on my body. Man, there's like so. That was my welcome to the AFC North. I always knew it was different. Yeah, but you don't really know. You know, you can watch it and go, "Oh, th- it looks different," but then when you experience
5: it, you man, it's yeah, different.
1: different. everything <laughs> felt my my knees hurt, but they were hurt <laughs> a little bit different. That, yeah. You know. So, do you have a welcome to the Big Ten football type of uh, uh, of play when you you know freshman, sophomore, junior? We oh, all yeah. have.
5: Oh my! would definitely be my freshman. It wasn't even a Big Ten game. It was spring ball, and mm-hmm. spring ball. My freshman first going in the spring ball, going against each other, and I got I got ran slapped over, stiff arm. Like it was mm-hmm. it was bad, and it was it wasn't even about a, a, a scholarship player. It was about walk on. I was, about I, to ask you, I was hey, gonna hey, ask I was gonna ask you felt, who did it. You, you remember uh, who did that? Yeah, I felt embarrassed, but I can't. Hey, I came back and won the game for it, so I, I, I was, I was okay <laughs> after that. But I was, I was embarrassed though. Like that's why I knew I had to hit the weight room, get bigger, different things like that. So, how has
1: the draft process been for you so far?
5: Well, it's been straight. Um, a little bit frustrating because I, I got a couple injuries that I'm still dealing with from the season. Um, I had t- turf toe during the season, and uh, I didn't have to get surgery, luckily. But at the same time, it's still not healed up. I didn't got a cortisone shot. I did not everything for it, and it's still, it's still biting and messing with me. So that, that I've been a little and it, it, It's still a blessing because I'm, I'm in this, in this position. At the end of the day, a lot of people want to be in my position, and um, at the end of the day, I just gotta go play football. That's, that's all that matters right now. You no, know, no matter what round you go, you just go play football, and the, the, the big money is always the next contract. So,
1: all right, given an opportunity, what number would you like to wear? <laughs>
5: I got, I got too many. Um, def, definitely, definitely too full. You only
1: wear one. Uh, I know, I know you only <laughs> wear one, but I got definitely
5: too full. I could go twenty-one, twenty. Um, I can see myself in forty-one. I like that for some reason. So twenty-five, I wore that in part one. Um, uh, twenty-four, that's 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 college number. Twenty-one is just a is a. I like twenty-one. You like twenty. You gonna like twenty-three. Those numbers you just gonna like. Um, twenty-one is a DB number.
0: Oh yeah, that's
5: for sure. Um, I, it it is what it is, but I don't, I don't want no really no thirty number. Uh, if I do, it probably be thirty three.
1: All right, so I'm gonna just go ahead and put that out there. And, and and ask you the question, but it's not gonna be in the way that you think. So I'm a veteran, you know, play to, play sixteen years. You're fresh. You you gonna be a rookie. Mm-hmm. We're all known for you're only as good as your last game. For so sure. You, in your last game, it wasn't your best game.
5: Oh, for sure.
1: How are you using that to prepare yourself? And before you answer, here's why I'm here's why I asked that. As you think about it, in, in the National Football League, in, you know, even in football at college, but m- so much so in the league, guys will watch film on on, on young players. And all you can do is go back to college. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then also, when you start looking at film on a guy in the league and you start to see guys that, well, maybe this guy, this guy did did him like this. And I know I'm better than that guy. So Mm -hmm. I, I know I can do this. How are you mentally preparing yourself when that veteran comes out, when this young, fresh legged, ambitious DB now this wide receiver is now gonna say something. Oh I'm gonna do you like oh oh boy did you he did you like this. Uh, this is how I'm gonna do you. How are you yeah. mentally prepared or have you have you even thought about that that somebody I really ain't thought about you that?
5: It. But at the end of the day I just know myself um I ain't gonna let yeah. nobody get in my head like you do all the talking that's what you do. Like that ain't that ain't a part of my game. Like I let I let my play talk at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, I know what I can do on the field. So, like, whatever that, whatever y'all saw in 2020, that ain't, that wasn't me at the end of the day. Like, like I said, I was fighting injuries, things like that. And you ain't got to know that. I know I know myself at the end of the day. And I ain't worried about what people say and things like that. I know I'm going to wrap up. And that's just me.
1: Yeah, no, it's not necessarily a saying. Oh, I know that.
5: Yeah, it's just more
1: of, it's just more of, this is a great opportunity to talk to the young guys, you're a rookie, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be a rookie and talking too. Because one of the things also is, it's not necessarily just talking, but it's also being able to also, I give the example.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I've always struggled with my confidence. So in struggling with my confidence, I've always worked hard. So- and so when I work is, when I'm working, I, I'm already in visualizing what I need, the opponent that I'm going against.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm also having so much, I had to calm down and quiet the negative conversation in my own head. Mm-hmm. And so now if you, you add that in and say a player's going against me and he makes a few plays on me, he may not be talking to get in my head. He just may be talking it's like, bro, I'm shutting you down. He's not saying it out of malice. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just might be happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's his assignment. Yeah, that's his assignment. His, he's, he that is, is his assignment. Today. He is doing his assignment <laughs> darn well. <laughs> and then you got the negative talk. Man, that's a combination of, for me, a negative cocktail. Mm. And so, in that, you know, being prepared, and that's why I'm asking you, not necessarily putting on Front Street of your performance. But more, mm-hmm. that's the part about ball up in the league is ten percent of it is your skill. Mm-hmm. The other ninety percent mm-hmm. is what you're talking to mm-hmm. yourself through the week, and then on game day. For sure, you know I, sure. I I know you've probably saw a wide receiver drop one or two passes, and you can pick out he's done today.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so y- you luckily haven't had. Many of those days. You only play four years. I played sixteen years. I can tell you right now, man. I was playing. I think it was the Indianapolis Colts. And I and the quarterback throws me a pass, and we on that turf. And some freaking reason, that turf monster got me. I was running a deep dig. I I do a cat. I used to do a Cadillac turn. So when I hit that. <laughs> When I hit inside, of that 18, school. I'm leaning
4: back,
1: <laughs> diamond at the back, y'all diamond. In the back. <laughs> top, top, gangster lean. And but man, I hit. Uh, I don't know what I hit. Pop, and I feel myself. He's throwing it on time, mm. and I'm trying to. You know what you don't do? I'm fighting to fall, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going. And I feel myself. I fell simultaneously when the ball was on time. You know where the ball hit me? In
5: my yeah, face
1: mask. <laughs> not the head, face mask. I was actually Detroit. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but the way the ball hit me, I was actually embarrassed. I literally wanted to cry. Dang. I was in the huddle and they were like, "Smithy, you all right?" And I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> wow. And that's just one of those things. And I think I was in my eighth or ninth year. Wow.
0: So you still, you still a vet, even in that, right? Yeah.
1: And so just, you know, and, but that's that 90% of, mm-hmm. I knew what kind of player I was, yeah. but for that split second, mm-hmm. I had more doubt than I usually have yeah. in that game at that moment.
0: That's I mean, it even brings up a question for me, Sean, how do you deal with adversity? Cause I mean, you've, yeah. you've, you dealt with injuries in your, in your college career. Then you had to deal with COVID-19, so mm-hmm. how do you th- how do you project dealing with adversity as you enter into the NFL and and beyond?
5: It's, it's really about that self talk, like you were saying, That's mm-hmm. that negative self talk, keeping definitely keeping that out your head and things like that. I just started like doing therapy. Like people people understand what you need that stuff. Like you you always need help from somebody else just to help you learn that stuff and learn your ways. Because I was looking at something on Instagram today. A lot of black men they don't like to. They don't like to point out their flaws and what they go through and their negative things like that. So that, that's something that I've been working on myself and things like that. And just this it's really the self-talk to, to help yourself, man. That's that's really the main reason. Your self-talk is your biggest fault. Now, a lot of people won't notice that, but it is.
1: I think it's about that time. Just uh, take a little breather.
5: Good do it. Good do it. Let's get down to it.
1: Hey, Gerard, where did you get that T-shirt? You mean this thing?
0: Oh, yes. I got it from CutToItPodcast.com, where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a T-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: All right, so there we were, cruising through the
1: new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15
2: minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue, with it's power. DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few!
3: Drive the Nissan Rogue.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
3: at and connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive to work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: What can we expect out of you or what do you expect out of yourself coming into the league after you're drafted?
5: Um, Just coming to the league, actually just being a team player at the end of the day and and working hard and and getting better, progressing getting better, learning for all the vets and older guys, watching them at the end of the day and just getting better, learning defenses, because at the end of the day I do want to coach. So, just learning from coaches and things like that. You can learn from everybody, and it don't have to just be players and things like that. It's, you can learn from coaches. So uh, that, that's my goal, on um, for sure. To get on the field and start, uh, make plays on special teams. I know I'm on special teams,
4: well, and
5: sure. oh, I already know, <laughs> I already know. So you got to make plays on special teams, and and you just got to do your job. I and mean, my, my goal is to win Super Bowls. I'm a winner at the end of the day. It ain't about it myself; it's about the team. And I like to win. I like to win games and, and get rings. So.
1: You got a bachelor's degree in sports
5: industry. <laughs>
1: what? Like what?
5: So that's that. It just talks about all aspects of sports. So I didn't learn about the law, history. Um, so that's a industry is a is a major. Yeah, it's a major.
0: Oh wow. Okay. See, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You. It's, a, it's well, a major.
1: Bro, I'm 42. They they didn't change the whole degree system. <laughs>
0: So, Sean, our last segment is called the Deep Three. There are three questions that take us beyond who you are as a football player. So, Smitty, go ahead and give him the first one.
1: How much pressure do you put on yourself? And once you feel that pressure, when it kind of gets to that boiling point, how do you release it?
5: I put a lot of pressure on myself. Oh, I ain't going to lie. I'm just hard on myself at the end of the day. I don't want to be perfect, but it's nothing. It's, it's, Let's be real; it's kind of impossible to be perfect. Cause like, like only person that's perfect is Jesus. So uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I, I got big goals for myself, like I told y'all, and things like that. But how how I'm getting through it now is like talking to people, different things. I got got my girl that I talk to, and she helps me get through that stuff and release all that pressure and things like that. You got my family; um, they they help me with a lot of things. So that that's how I release it and things like that. But it's, I've been starting to read a lot of books and things that's helping me just calm down and. And different things like that, because let's be real, pressure do get to people, and that's just how that's just how life is, regardless. Like, and you gonna have pressure. It don't matter what 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 things you're doing. life. you always gonna have pressure. So, um, I I didn't have times where I did great with pressure. And I had times where I just sucked with pressure. So that's just how it is. And you just gotta learn from it. I
0: mean, you alluded to big goals. What is your big picture, and what do you see for your life on and off the field?
5: On and off the field, I just want to do a lot of good things for the community. Um, not for myself, for the community. I just want to make sure I help the city of Jacksonville out, help the city of Montgomery out, and just help kids out in general uh, and, and put, put kids in better predicaments. I got a lot of friends that just didn't have that father figure in their life to just push them to the, to the limits and understand the bigger goal in life and not just the street life. And, um, that, that's something I definitely want to do. I want to take a lot of kids under my belt, and that's that's what my father did. So that's, that's something I definitely want to do for sure. I want to build an AU team on uh, um, seven on 17 those are goals that I got me and my friend we want to bring we want to build a school one day in Jacksonville just to help people out and things like that so those are just goals that I got for myself and things like that and then on the field is just to to just be the best me at the end of the day don't don't worry about nobody else and just be the best me uh, and just win games and win, win the Super Bowl win, win as many championships and Super Bowls as I can in a day and just be the best me because uh, the best you is the only you so and you only get one chance at this lifetime and I'm here, so you know, I I just got to do do the best thing for me and what God has started. So.
1: What do you fear? What do I fear? Mm-hmm.
5: Only fears I fear is the Lord. Uh, I ain't really got no fears like that. Uh, I don't like roller coasters, but that's on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like roller coasters,
1: but I only feel the Lord. And roller coasters and roller coasters. <laughs> But you <it> can
0: choose, <laughs> but you can choose to not get like you just don't up and fall into a roller coaster. So yeah. you can make that you can make that valid choice to not get on a roller coaster.
1: And Ohio got a
0: monster
1: oh, yeah. uh, coaster at their at their little
5: fair. Yeah, yeah. It just, I, don't, I don't do
1: that. Yeah, so yeah, he don't feel nobody, just roller, coasters. But it's roller
5: coaster. Hey, it ain't a person, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well man, hey. Man, I look forward to watching your career, man. I think you will going to have a fantastic career. I know you're for excited sure. about, oh, yeah, for sure. about the process, and you should be. Um, this for is sure. a great opportunity for you, man. Take all the time. Absorb it. Remember it. You know, Stop and smell the roses, too. You mm-hmm. know, you, you're going to be meeting with some of these general managers, some of these head coaches.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You want a little tidbit. Ask questions, too.
5: All
1: right, for sure, man. Uh, Look forward to watching you play, and uh, good luck in the draft, man. I know whatever team gets you, um, you know, I know you're not fully healthy, but, you know, rest up and keep doing your rehab and stuff, man, and uh, you'll be back out there sooner than later.
5: For sure. I appreciate y'all.
0: Do athletes in his position generally recognize how rare this opportunity is? Absolutely not. We don't. <laughs> you can't. Thanks for keeping it 100. You, That's what I wanted you to say.
1: Bro, you cannot. Yeah. yeah. It is fiz- – you can say you 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 have, you
0: do. Oh, but you don't know. Do you think people have, like, the – what do people say? The rose-colored glasses all. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you you have them on there, but it's all—it's not because they don't care, or they're not intelligent, none of the negative connotations that you believe. Mm-hmm. It has to do with if you never experienced it, yeah, which is hence getting drafted the first time. You just don't know what to expect. You don't it's, know what you don't know. You, you you even when someone's telling you, you still don't. You still don't because it just comes yeah. at you so fast. It was interesting hearing him say, you only live once, so make sure you do the best of it. Make sure mm-hmm. you take care. Bro, I am 42 years old, and I sit back sometimes, and I go, yeah, didn't see that one coming.
0: Yeah, Life's still going to be a learning experience.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it's always the best teacher.
1: And But you can be prepped and prepared mm-hmm. all you want. You can be prepared just like Sean. You can be yeah. prepared for spring practice. You could be prepared for that the starting running back. But then here come that <laughs> non-scholarship <laughs> pow, and just and truck sweet you.
0: Play. Yeah. And you don't yeah.
1: because you think, "Oh, I got this."
0: Yeah. I've seen a sweep before?
1: Yeah, I've seen a sweep before. You ain't seen it like this, <laughs> right. brother. Right. Cuz he's coming out of seven. Yeah. That Starving like Marvin. Uh-huh. Unscholarship walk-on running back.
0: Mm-hmm. Who he, got something to play for right now? He's at a 12. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I know some of y'all listening wouldn't know. 12 is a lot more than seven. <laughs> but you Especially
0: don't Especially on this
1: scale. But you really don't know what a 12 is until bang, 12 <laughs> smacks you in 12. the face. Right. Runs over you. Now seven that got de-cleated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the only thing you can think of is something that Les Brown say if, when you get knocked down if you can look up you can stand up. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it hurts going down. you
5: mm-hmm.
1: You'll get up, you'll dust yourself off, but there's a little bit. You know, you don't you're just not sure. Love the kid. I think it would be fantastic. I think he mm-hmm. I I don't know how his career is going to go. Because it a lot of it depends on where he gets drafted, how he f- heals mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, a turf toe, playing on that ar- artificial turf is not going to make it feel better. Yeah. Um, but it'd just be interesting to see, man. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent. And most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith
0: Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It.
1: Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut To It, LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the
0: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi. Social media team Wesley Robinson and John Show from Balto Creative Media. Cut to it is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter, with production assistance by Alex Labreck. production manager Sarah Pollock, theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton. If you
3: ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. know it's It's on. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
4: At Bed365, we don't
2: do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke.